Hey everybody, Katie Reif here, senior writer for the AV Club, and I'm here with Katie Penzimook, our managing editor here at the AV Club, and we are here to talk about episode two of season eight of Game of Thrones. This is Winter is Here with the AV Club. Winter is here. How did you feel about this episode, episode two? Um, I liked it. I know there was some hand-wringing over the lack of action, Mm -hmm. um, but my response is that I really appreciate that the show is giving us time with these characters. They have all come from different places, different Mm storylines, and it's a very rare moment that Game of Thrones gives us all of these different characters in one location and just spends the whole episode going over uh, just their relationships and their histories. And it, it was a lot of emotional resonance setting up for the battle to come. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of the Game of Thrones epi- equivalent of a bottle episode mm-hmm. where everybody's in the same place and they, but because it's Game of Thrones, there's a ton of characters in a big place because Game of Thrones does not do anything small. This is kind of the closest that Winterfell ever comes to having like a kegger. I yes. feel like like it, it did House party at yes <laughs> like in a in a I mean I know they're all grown adults and monarchs and knights and everything but it did kind of a little bit to me feel like oh mom and dad are out of town <laughs> let's party but in like a very Game of Thrones way and in a very very existential way where yes. they're all questioning like we're gonna die probably yeah party what in are the we face gonna of death. do exactly <laughs> so Winterfell is reunion central once mm-hmm. again in mm-hmm. this episode. Um, yeah, the whole class get, is there. Yes, uh, it's class reunion. We get <laughs> Tormund, Beric, and Ed, who we haven't seen mm-hmm. in a while, from oh, the wall. Yes. Isn't he Dolores uh, Ed? Dolores Ed, yes. yeah, like sad yeah, man sad Ed. Ed. And they're standing on the wall of Winterfell, mm-hmm. and they're reminiscing about their days on the real mm-hmm. wall, which is no more. Is it totally gone, or is it, no, did they just, just like reset the one, one part? section. Okay, yeah. but yeah, I guess so, there's no point in guarding the rest of it at this point. Like, exactly. Yeah, I like, think it's why like hang around a done deal. Although I will say, if you wanted to really get away from all of this action, the top of the wall, like on the other side from East Watch, oh, yeah. would probably be probably a pretty be chill place. place. Be a chill place to ride yeah. this whole thing out. <laughs> you know what the safest place right now is probably north of the wall. Yeah. Because it's all emptied of yeah. all the bad guys. Nobody's They're there. all south now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but you still have to walk around and have a lot of sex to stay alive. For sure. That's what Tormund said you gotta do. So speaking of Tormund, we get uh, maybe one of the best stories in the whole series. Oh, uh, yes. With Winterfell's, uh, or sorry, with Tormund's origin story mm-hmm. of killing, we knew he killed a giant. That's mm-hmm. the name Giant's Mane. Right. Uh, we didn't know that he then <laughs> suckled <laughs> at the teeth of the giant wife for three months. <laughs> Three When he was 10 years old, and that's why he's so big. Well, speaking of season one callbacks, it calls back to Lysa and how she breastfed her son way too long. Yeah, I forgot about that. Little boys. Little boys who should not be breastfeeding, (laughs) breastfeeding. Another callback from Game of Thrones. If you're going to do it. Uh, breastfeeding from a giant is the way to go. I mean, I guess so. I imagine there's a lot of nutrients in there. Yeah, right? Yeah. Like, he is really big. Yeah. So I, I And really strong. Yeah. So He might be bullshitting, but maybe not. Maybe not. <laughs> we don't know. Either way, it doesn't matter, because my boy Tormund like, <laughs> definitely brought the party. <laughs> 
uh, I, I do wish my one wish that didn't happen, at least on camera, is I wish him and Brienne would have hooked up. Yeah. I mean, come on. Yeah, I, I was saying during the episode, like, I want them to. Yes. I don't think they're going to give us that. No, but I, don't I think want so. it to happen. Well, the thing is that I think Tormund wants it a lot more than Brienne yes. just kind of tolerates him. Yeah. And, like, and for it to happen, like, I almost feel like it would be against Brienne's character in a way that, like, wouldn't feel good in terms of consent, yeah. no matter how it ended up going down. I just can't see her, like, jumping on him, like, as a character. As yes, a they definitely remain consistent with Brienne's sort of steadfastness. Yeah. Um, so I guess let's get into the emotional core yes, of the episode. Yes, we have been talking about uh, which all is, these characters yes. who are together this episode. Um, so We get a lot of reunions, but we also get this drinking buddy yes. around the fire scene, which is a very odd mix of people. And this sort of is the through line of the emotional core of this episode mm-hmm. is these people reminiscing. Most of them have tried to fight the Starks in mm-hmm. the past. Now they're all here defending Winterfell from the dead. Go I ahead. believe Tyrion points that out, that they've yeah. all fought the Starks at one time or another. Right. And he also points out that pretty much everyone in that room has a nickname, which is pretty funny. <laughs> <laughs> and it's his slip of the tongue when he, he calls Brienne Sir Brienne of Tarth. Yes. And then it says, I'm sorry, Lady Brienne of mm-hmm. Tarth. Um, which, you know, Tormund then uh, asks why she's not a knight. And Brienne says, well, women aren't knights because of tradition. Mm -hmm. And Tormund says, fuck tradition, which I think is also sort of like a thesis statement for this episode. Uh, Because not only is uh, Brienne getting knighted, which is a big fuck to tradition, we also have Daenerys and Sansa talking Mm -hmm. about being women leaders, Mm -hmm. um, which is sort of them being like, yeah, fuck tradition. Mm -hmm. And we have Jorah Mormont getting the Valerian steel from Samuel Tarly, which is like sort of like a weird thing. Samuel's like, well, this is my family sword but he's like I don't need it I'll give it to this guy who because I liked his uncle back on the wall I'm going to give it to Jorah and then we have Arya having sex which is just Arya sort of Stark Miss thing. Arya yeah, I was so slightly scandalized by this because we have been with her since she was a little kid and I really actually like that I like that the show is letting her be a woman mm-hmm. um, because we yeah like you said we've seen her since she was a very small child mm-hmm. and she has grown a lot and we know that she's an assassin and she's very capable she can take she's care of herself she's been very asexual this whole she's time she's been asexual and also Macy Williams is just just a very petite yes, woman. She's a like small she, person, she looks yeah. like you could she could easily play someone much younger than, yes. than her actual age. So I'm Which glad. Which is a blessing for an actor. Being yeah. able to play a teenager well into your twenties is good for So actors. I'm glad that the show didn't shy away from her sexuality and from her, you know, this is part of growing up is having sex for the first time. And sure. <laughs> she plays like the we might die tomorrow card. But to they really gender. might. <laughs> they really truly might. That's the thing. I and loved it. That was sort of, you know, the other thing with this episode was like I was joking about it feeling like a, you know, a last night before graduation kegger. <laughs> but in this case, graduation is the battle against the dead where mm-hmm. they all very well could be dead tomorrow. And so, like, you know, it's a question that you always ask yourself. What would you do if you had one night left on Earth? Well, for these characters, this is actually what they would do because they really do think it's their last night on Earth mm-hmm. or could very could be. Right. And it's interesting that you say that because the two characters who that's not true for is Daenerys and Jon, mm-hmm. which I think we know that those two are going to survive yeah. the Battle of Winterfell because they have a lot more to play out with the actual battle for the Iron Throne. Yeah. So the, the episode didn't really bother giving us yeah. like, what those characters are doing that night because it doesn't need to because they're going to survive. And it's Probably. a lot of these other characters. I think you can kind of guess that with all the pairings that happened in this episode, one 
of the pairing is going to die. Yes. You know, like that was we got Arya and Gendry. Yeah. I think Gendry. Gendry's going to die. Mm-hmm. Like of that group in the fireside, like Pod is definitely going to die, right? Poor Pod. Like he's so great. He had his Peregrine Took moment where he gets yeah. to sing. He has over, a nice voice. Yeah. And they cut to all the characters and it gets emotional. And it's very like Battle of Helm's Deep. It totally. It's very like the first half of the, the twin or the two towers of. Um, you know, they're setting up the stakes. They're mm-hmm. giving us all the relationships. They're showing us what these characters are fighting for by, like, showing some little kids who are going to be in the crypt. Mm-hmm. Which, you want to talk about the crypt? Okay, guys. <gasps> the, I am convinced that this crypt. They, bad news bears. Bad news bears. My thought was that some ice dragon fire blown in there, that would be the end of that. Goodbye, all the children. And my And then you had another thought, which blew my mind. They're literally putting all of the children and people who aren't fighting into the place where all the dead bodies are, which seems like a big mistake considering this is the Night King and the dead they're going up against. But I do have a technical question about this. Do they have to touch the bodies to bring them back to life? I think so. So like... Are they gonna like go down there and dig up Ned Stark and make a zombie? Yeah, I mean, if you think zombie about Liana, it, like zombie Ned Stark would be an incredible. Oh my god! Cult. Like, can Are you we imagine? Are finally gonna get Lady Stoneheart <gasps> at the last second? Oh my god! Oh okay. my god! <gasps> We are That's going off wild script, card. people. Okay, <laughs> let's jump ahead a little bit to the wild cards because I think that. Oh wait, I have one more point wealth. to make about um, John and Daenerys. I think John is the, of those two is the one that's more likely to rush out into battle to die. But mm. this show has faked out Jon Snow dying so many times mm-hmm. that if they did kill him off in the next couple episodes, I wouldn't believe it. I wouldn't believe it until the very end of the series, until the last frame of the final episode is rolled. Fair I enough. will not believe that Jon Snow is yeah. dead because this show has faked us out so many times. So speaking of faking out and Jon Snow's death, we have some wild cards going in. Wild. To the Battle of Winterfell. Um, My main wild card is Melisandre. Mm -hmm. She went off back to Essos, I think, but she told Varys that she was going to die in Westeros. Like, she was like, we're both going to die in Westeros. So if the Night King is trying to submerge the world in darkness, Mm -hmm. surely the counterpart to that is the the Lord Lord of Light. Light. Right, Mm -hmm. and Melisandre is, like, representative of the Lord of Light. Beric Dondarrion is there. Yeah, he's like, already there. He's in the drinking yeah, circle. Yeah, the hound kind of cuts off his uh, his sermon that he's about to give about the Lord of Light. <laughs> yes. Um, but, but surely that, that seems like a natural counterpoint, and Melisandre could just, mm-hmm. like, come in like the Rohirrim at Helm's Deep. Mm-hmm. She could come in at the 11th hour um, with, the, with some Lord of Light powers. Sure. And, I mean, it is a song of ice and fire, and the fire is always presumed to be the dragons with their fire, but the mm-hmm. fire could be, you know, light. Yeah. Could right. be in the end. We don't and know. And she brought Jon Snow back from the dead. Yes. So she can clearly do more help. She can help out. <laughs> yes, in the she, of she would definitely be useful. <laughs> yes. So another wild card is um, Yara. Yes. Comes, Yara, you know, Theandra says, yeah, Yara's back trying to get the Iron mm-hmm. Islands for Daenerys, but uh, mm-hmm. we don't really know exactly what where exactly. she's at in that. Yeah. So it's possible that she rides in. Like, Yara's been kind of jumping around a lot ever since um, she got kidnapped last season. Mm-hmm. And, like, yeah, I am i haven't been entirely sure where Yara's been. Like, I wasn't sure mm-hmm. entirely sure last episode either. <laughs> yeah. And I also am not sure, like, who she's with. Like, who is rallying around her if Euron still has like much of that population on his fleet with him 
You know, how how yeah. many people does Euron have on his side and how many people does, does Yara, Yara have, have on, on her, her side? side? I think Yara's side is a little smaller and scrappier. Yeah. But, I mean, Euron is fully, no pun intended, in with <laughs> Cersei at this point. So. Gross. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um. Whatever. Arya said... <laughs> That was the funniest moment to me when Arya was like trying to seduce Gendry and she's just making eye contact and like throwing knives. And then after <laughs> like, she's look. throwing knives, Gendry's like, hmm. he's like, he's like, yeah, he's right. like, okay, cool. <laughs> you know, I didn't see it before, but now I see it. How old I mean, is Gendry supposed to be? Like 19, 20? He's probably supposed to be that. He's yeah. probably like 35. Yeah, but like the character, not yeah. the actor. Yeah. But it's like if he if he's supposed to be like, an, it does not take much to persuade a 19 year old boy like hey it's like hey do you want to do it and they're like okay yeah like, it does, yeah. does not take a lot but and he's like oh i didn't keep track of how many people are so he totally the king's line. she's like yes you did <laughs> she and he's right like though. i did she was right though. <laughs> um so my last wild card uh before he brought up uh the lady stoneheart uh, mm-hmm. the last wild card is that something absolutely bonkers is going to happen in the gods oh line. yeah uh, I, oh yeah brain has set this up it's gonna be Wild. Bran is probably planning to sacrifice himself. And my question with Bran is, um, you know, okay, well, A, he's had, it's like his iPhone has been turned on to sharing location yeah. this whole time with yeah. the Night King and all the other characters are like, oh, okay. Well, see, was that, fine. I didn't think that was that big of a revelation because it has always been presumed this whole time they're going to march on Winterfell. Mm-hmm. Like, it wasn't really a mystery where the army was headed. So, like, the fact that Bran was like, he knows I'm here. And they're all like, yeah. Yeah, we're well, all here, anyway. and they, yeah, they're coming no matter what. So I guess it doesn't matter. Uh, <laughs> like, so my question with that is, we saw with Hodor hold the door that Bran has the ability to sort of change, like he's he can go back in time mm-hmm. and affect the present mm-hmm. um, because that's what happened with Hodor mm-hmm. um, when he was a child. Bran happened to be looking at him, you know, while in the present he was escaping from. Uh, the White Walkers, and mm-hmm. the, there's a whole hold the door thing. So there, there could be something <gasps> Do you think wild gonna... that happens. Well, he's been staring like that at, again. He's been staring at Jamie Lannister a lot. Mm-hmm. Maybe. So you think he has a plan? If and you're he listening, kill... I'm doing the the thing where you point at your eyes and then point at the <laughs> other person's eyes. Yeah, he, uh, he didn't kill Jamie. So no. he's, he seems to foresee a use for him. So you might be Yeah, they're saving there. him for something yeah. because they opened with the trial and that did not go the way that and, I And Bran it was had go. no problem um, killing Littlefinger, you yeah. know, like like revealing some truth. Well, to Littlefinger that, didn't really have. He didn't he, have any He's value. not useful in the no, world. No, exactly. Dead, and like, Bran, Bran could have said, oh, yes, Jamie pushed me out the window, but he didn't but because he, didn't. he said, what use would you be if you were dead in this battle? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, so, so he definitely seems to have some kind of information or plan for Jamie. He's got a plan somehow. I mean, it could go either way. Like I the only thing I know for sure about how that whole Godswood thing is gonna go down is I feel about ninety nine percent sure that Theon Greyjoy is going to get what he wants, which Mm -hmm. is a martyr's death. He's Mm -hmm. gonna get it. Like he's he really wants to prove that he can be brave and redeem himself in the eyes mm-hmm. of the Starks, and particularly Bran, who was in charge when he took over Winterfell, mm-hmm. as he mentions in the episode. Yeah. He's going to get to sacrifice himself. He's going to get his wish, I think. Yeah, I think you're <laughs> definitely right about that. And it's going to be sad, because he's had a redemptive sure. arc. Like a lot of the he's characters in this episode, you sort of see their the full culmination of their redemptive arcs. And, and right. Theon coming back, he has that nice moment with Sansa. 
you know, he's apologetic to Bran. Mm -hmm. uh, this is going to be his really sad, moving mm -hmm. final arc here. But, you know, it's going to complete his arc nicely. And speaking of culminations and completing arcs, we didn't really talk much about Brienne, the nighting yes. scene. So the most emotional, I was saying this earlier, I think, like, I am struggling to think of a more emotional scene in the mm -hmm. whole series than of Brienne getting knighted. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, it's a big deal. And also something that, you know, we kind of touched on before with Sansa and Daenerys talking about uh, all that was just like, it's the feminist thing coming full circle that the show's kind of been building towards for a while. Yeah. It, it, and I talked about this a little bit in my, we did our Month of Thrones series on theavclub.com. Hey. Um, <laughs> I wrote a little bit about this, about how, you know, when the show first started and there were all those critiques of it being sexist and all mm -hmm. this stuff, and, and, and the showrunners kind of said at the time, like, well, wait for the long game, and here's the long game. Right. And the long game is, you know, no matter who survives, if anyone survives, if there are any people left in Westeros after this, it is going to be a less sexist society than it was <laughs> at the beginning of this saga, simply because of all the women leaders that are emerging during this really dark chapter. And I think that a lot of Martin's story that he wrote in the books and now that's coming out in the TV show is that this whole this whole eight seasons, this whole book series is about a, the, a transference of power. Mm -hmm. It's the transference of power from the older generation to the younger generation. Mm -hmm. And it's the transference of power from, from men to women. Mm -hmm. And even like things like seeing little, what's her name, Mormont, tiny pint-sized Oh, yeah. We, we just call uh, her Tiny Mormont around yeah, here. Yeah, Tiny Mormont. Um, <laughs> you know, like she... She wants to die. She's great. Like she's, she is ready to go. She's ready to go. We have Sansa and Daenerys. We have Yara. And then there was the little girl who they who were telling her like to go in the Shireen. crypt. Yeah, yeah, face. yeah. She had the scarred face, yeah. and she was like, "No, I want to fight." And they were like, "You can protect everyone down in the crypts." Yeah. So I'm curious to see. We'll probably get a shot of that little girl dying next week. <laughs> <laughs> Because I am She's anticipating, I don't know about you, oh, but I am no. anticipating a bloodbath yes, next week. It's absolutely. going to have to be, man. Like, it's going to be. And they've, they've, they set up a lot of uh, emotional stakes for us in this episode this, yeah. so that they can crush us when these people die in the next episode. I mean, I, I, I feel like this is the culmination of those emotional mm -hmm. stakes more than it even is the setting up because, like, just having these characters, like, having, um, you know, even as we talked about yesterday, just having Jamie and Bran face-to-face -face is... Mm -hmm seven or eight years worth of buildup right. to have them come face to face like that. Right. Yeah. And we also get Tyrion and Jaime sort of reuniting. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's just so many. There's and they, so they, many they fall back into like the brother that. roles pretty yeah. easily. Yeah. yeah. But they've both come a long ways. You know, Jamie's not a golden knight and Tyrion's yeah. not a drinking and whoring his way around the world anymore. He's still drinking. <laughs> he is still drinking. You're right. It's bad wine, as he points out. Winterfell doesn't have the good wine like in King's it's Landing. It's cold. <laughs> They probably have ice wine. That's what they... <laughs> yeah. Uh, ice you ever had is, ice wine? It's so sweet. It's really sweet. I don't sweet. like it. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. So a couple of things that we learned in this episode. Yes. There was not a lot of action. There was not a lot of things that... Uh, we, that sort of furthered our knowledge. Right. But there were a few things. This one, season was all about emotional payoff, like you yeah. were saying. Like the culminate, it's very emotional. Like Brienne getting, oh God, when she smiled, like uh, when they called her Sir Brienne. Is that the Brienne first time she's ever smiled like that? That genuinely, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, right. I, I, it was very I, emotional. It, it thought to I thought of that that I was like I don't think I've ever seen her smile like. I don't that think before. she's ever been happy before. Oh. You know, she's always been this sort of tortured figure. 
who wants to be this thing that she's Aww. not allowed to be, and now she finally gets to be and it. And she's got her supportive boyfriend, Tormund Giants fan, <laughs> in the background, like, you go, girl. Like, oh, I, oh, I yeah. love Tormund. Yeah, he, Tormund he, is the best. I'm going to be sad when he dies. Yeah, he's, <laughs> uh, God. he's my favorite. Yeah, next week is going to be rough. Yeah, dude. Um, so okay, couple, so things so we learned this things episode. So a couple things we did okay. learn. Um, <laughs> one is that Cersei is pregnant. Yes. Jamie confirms. Yes. Um, don't know if that's going to mean anything later on. Uh, or uh, it what, means that she's in full-on mother lion mode, so yeah. don't fuck with her. But right. when is that not true? So Yeah, don't ever fuck with Jamie or with Cersei. And don't no. ever believe her. Like, no! Sansa knows. Again, we talked about yeah, this last Sansa week. Yeah, Sansa definitely called Sa- And Sansa also was like, uh, Daenerys, you should have never believed her either. Yeah, and like, now Daenerys is mad at Tyrion. Yeah. Yeah. Well, she should be. She's Tyrion mad at- messed up. He did, yeah. So, I mean, that makes me wonder, depending on how this battle goes, what Tyrion's fate is going to be. Yeah. Do you think it, I mean, this well, episode was the first the time I ever felt like his fate was in question. Because, yeah, yeah, they're sending him down to the crypt, and also, like, Daenerys is not happy with him right now. And it does seem like with both Jaime and Tyrion there, one of them is probably going to die. Yeah, I mean, I'm guessing uh, maybe Jamie's going to... What if he three-eyed Raven... What if Bran <laughs> three-eyed Raven's into Jamie Lannister? <gasps> That'd Dude. be fun. Wouldn't that be fun? Ooh, so question... Be like, I get your question. legs now, motherfucker! <laughs> like, <What? laughs> this is why I wanted you alive. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, can the Night King trace... Uh, Bran, if Bran is warging into another body, does he follow that body I, or does he follow Bran's body? I do not know. Maybe we'll find Maybe out. Maybe we'll find out this next week. This could be week. some nice sort of wizardry trickery. Yeah, that could be fun. It would be nice episode. to have some magic in the yeah. battle because, like, I've been thinking a lot about the battle next week. And the only thing I know, like, the only thing that I've been thinking about is which, is, which of our faves are going to die because mm-hmm. beyond that, I don't know how you even fight this battle. Right. You know? Well, oh, there's also there's also this thing with um, all the sort of religions coming to a fore mm-hmm. in this episode because we do have Bran in the Godswood, which is the old gods, mm-hmm. uh, and he represents sort of like that strain of like mm-hmm. northern. He's the three-eyed raven. We have Jamie knighting Brienne with the new gods, mm-hmm. like the mother and all that. And then we have the Lord of Light, mm-hmm. you know, with, with Beric Dondarrion. Thank you, Beric Dondarrion. Um, so we have these different religions that are sort of like duking it out, and it'll yeah, be interesting that's to true. see if if do any of them come and help out that's true in the battle or well, do they we, all well we've never out? directly seen a god come in and no but in they any can way certainly like influence the gods like, themselves if are melisandre not comes the that's the lord of light right like showing yeah. off and if the old gods help bran with what if they tricks. like what if they like ultron into one gigantic <laughs> god <laughs> yeah, to unite, just like the humans are united yeah. against the dead yeah totally. all these religions can just put aside their differences yeah. for once and yeah. help out the living exactly um so what else did we learn this episode? Well, we have this tentative battle plan mm-hmm, um, that we've been Brienne talking about. Is, is leading one of them, and then there's this thing with Bran where they're going to mm-hmm. try to sort of get the Night King in the God's Try to trap him, to, yeah, to kill him because if they kill him, a bunch of the other ones will die, or all of yeah, them. Yeah, presumably, might die yeah. According to the, the theory, all of them would die right. if they kill the Night King. Then they all just fall. It into does seem like um, they're setting us up for a classic big boss battle. You know, there's yeah. going to be a lot of like little bosses and stuff. Mm-hmm. There's going to be a couple giant like dead giants. Maybe Torment Giants Bane will get to kill another giant. Maybe the, the white or giants. Or he gets killed by a giant. No. I know. It's so good. Um <laughs> uh but yeah, so I think there's going to be a, a, 
sort of classic battle with a lot mm-hmm. of little bosses, and then they're going to get to the Night King is going to be a big boss. But also, like you said um, earlier, that this might stretch out into two episodes. Good. That would be a really good cliffhanger. Like, okay, they've defeated a lot of the dead. Now they have to defeat the Night King in this next mm, episode in yeah. the Godswood. Yeah, or, I mean, I could also see a moment, like, as we're talking about it now, I'm kind of picturing a scene where Bran, you know, they lure the Night King into the Godswood, and they're all surrounded and everything, and then they do, and then the Night King gets killed. I think you would have to kill him through magic, personally. Um, gets killed somehow through magic, through mm-hmm. Bran, or one mm-hmm. of the other people with magic mm-hmm. on the show, and, you know, and then just all of a sudden the battle's over. Yeah. That... That could also happen. That could happen. Yeah. Since we're already kind of going there, since we're already speculating, the, like we said, this episode was a lot of setup. It was a little last night on Earth mm-hmm. for everybody mm-hmm. in the castle at Winterfell, Game of Thrones version of a bottle episode. So because we are all setting up for next week with the battle with the dead. And like I said, we can speculate all we want on how the battle's going to go down and how magic is going to go into it. But we know one thing for sure. Some characters are going to die. So Katie, who do you think's done? I do think Torment Giant Spain. Uh, is going to die. I think he's I think at this point right. one of the most beloved characters and yeah. one of the one that's the easiest to root for and will be the most devastating when he's gone. Okay, well, I hope he dies saving Brienne then. Yeah, or or killing a giant would be good too. One of those two yeah. would be fine. <laughs> There's a lot of ways he could go out. It will be badass, I think. It will be badass. And, like, and you know, this show... We'll put a button on things sometimes. <laughs> so, like, uh, he could die in a very on-brand sort of way. Definitely. I think Gendry, he's done. Although yeah. the show could kill Arya instead. Like you were saying, everybody who was paired off, like, one yeah. of them. Like, Grey Worm is going to die, you know? Oh, yeah. Because him and Masande had a nice yeah. moment where they're talking about their future. They're only talking about their future so the show can just snatch yeah. you away from us. That's not going to happen. Yeah, and those two haven't done a whole lot this season so far. Although, you know what? I do think it was an interesting move on the show's part to have them be experiencing racism at Winterfell, you know, because that is very real. And it's like they're not sugarcoating that because, like, if you think about it, that probably would happen. And I I think it's I mean, I'm not happy that that's like what those characters are doing right now for those characters. You know, I would like them to be doing something Mm -hmm. cool and badass, but it it is realistic. So, yeah, they're going into the north. Yeah. All these white people. Yeah. We've never <laughs> seen somebody who wasn't white before. Yeah. Yeah. But um, let's see. Let's see. Out of the bit, like, I think Sansa will probably make it through. Daenerys. Daenerys and Are Jon, they going to kill Jon Snow? I don't think so. You don't think so? I think they have to play out what happens after. You know, there's a lot of things that are going to happen after. Like Sansa was like, what happens after? Mm-hmm. What happens to the North? Like we said, we weren't going to kneel to a king again. Mm-hmm. Uh, what happens to us? And uh, you pointed out actually that in both uh, the scenes oh, yeah. with, with Daenerys and Sansa and then with Daenerys and Jon, they, uh, they could kind of get cut off before Daenerys can right. sort of make a declarative right, exactly. decision about things. That's true. In the first conversation, Sansa says, so what happens after? Mm-hmm. And then Daenerys does not reply. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, because they get interrupted, mm-hmm. I think. And then later on down in the crypt, Jon tells Daenerys who he is and she doesn't reply. And then the horn because blows the off. Horn goes. So we don't know what Daenerys is thinking about either of those right. situations. Right. 
Yeah. So that still has to play out, I think, post Battle of Winterfell. Mm -hmm. Um, So I think that they're going to keep those characters alive just because they have so much to do after this battle. That's true. They do have a lot to do. But I mean, Bran could probably. Bran can be done after this battle, I think. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, the world needs a three eyed raven or whatever. But uh, this is sort of, this is his moment, you know? I do think that. I mean, I think in this episode, it was pretty obvious who was kind of preparing themselves Mm -hmm. for the worst. And for me, the biggest wild card right now is Arya because I can't imagine them killing off Arya like that but she definitely like with her like laying awake uh, you know yep. while Gendry the 19 yep. year old boy is just sawing logs next yeah. to her <laughs> uh, I mean it would be crazy if they killed Arya it also it's crazy that they killed Ned Stark in season one exactly and there was the red wedding like like this show is exactly. not afraid of killing off these characters and it's the final season right. so you, you, we might see a really big death yeah as much as I want to have now. as much as I really want my heart for the end of Game of Thrones to be like the end of Star Wars and they're all in the throne room together. Oh, yeah, you no. know what I mean? That's not and like happen. Daenerys is putting medals on them all. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't think that's going to happen. definitely not going to Not in this world. It's too no, cruel. No. This world is too cruel for that. <laughs> well, I mean, we are, because this is only a six episode season, right? That's right. Wow. So we are a third of the We're way through. We're a third through. of the way through. I think the rest of the episodes are longer. Yeah, um, like um, an hour plus. Definitely, the finales so, are both are the finale is feature length. Okay. I know that much, right. but um, the rest of the season, I'm not sure. But you know, like having this truncated season, I really think we're getting set up for some big stuff mm-hmm. next week. And I'm glad that they did give us a little bit more time with the characters because when you put so much time mm-hmm. into a TV series like this, like shocking deaths, shocking deaths are cool. <laughs> But you also kind of would like to see some sort of emotional payoff for them. So I'm glad exactly, that they yeah. paused this for is, a moment in this episode. This show, as cool as the battles and big scenes are, mm-hmm. the show is really built around these characters and their mm-hmm. relationships with each other. And mm-hmm. it was nice to get a whole episode that just gives us these emotional relationships. Totally. And they had to jump around a lot because this show has a ton of characters. <laughs> they had to put a bunch of them in a room together. Yes. Just to pare down on all that. Just for efficiency. <laughs> yeah, <sake>. exactly. <laughs> well, uh, we'll be back next week. Uh, we'll see what happens in the battle with the dead. It's going to be an exciting one. So join us again next week. Uh, and one more time, I am Katie Reif, and this is... Katie Benzimoo. Hey, and this is Winter is Here with the AV Club. Thanks for watching, listening, however you're joining us today, and we'll see you next week. Mm